ZMT Sports here. Back. Back. What's up, Tom? We are back what's up, again. Man? I was waiting for the recording. back there. You waited a little a little long. I, I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I did that. But we are back. Either. And you're you're doing okay today. I know the devil's got smacked around. Oh, here we go. Right? Here we go. I was talking shit about the Rangers, but you know, they won their last two. And uh they didn't play today. It's okay. No, so this is one of your games in hand that, you know, was mentioned in the last podcast or I've been hearing about a lot. So remember what we talked about? You got to go two and two in those four games. Well, it's a good start. Still, you're 0 and 1. So 0 and 2, actually. 0 and 1 in games in hand, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, right. yeah, remember how we were talking about? So, like, the Devils have played four less games than the Rangers. Yes. This was one of them. So now they've only played three less games. So. All right, this isn't the Battle of the Hudson anymore. Oh, so you, if you want to keep mentioning how they got smacked, I will give you stats and everything. <laughs> well, no, I just – I actually – I actually because I had some, you know, wagers on this uh, game today. I had Brad to score. I had Hughes to get a point. Hughes Brad's did. a mistake, but Hughes, um, good pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hughes, good pick. And I had TJ Oshie, Oshie to score. So score I had twice. a good, I had a, I was very invested in this game. And the first period and a half, I was like, wow, this Devils team looks very, very good. Like up to nothing, like extremely, extremely good. I'm like, this is Mike's right. I'm like, I'm saying I'm going to look like an idiot down the season. And then I want to say that 10 minutes, le- 10 minutes left in the second period. Like Flipped. a, fl- like a, like a, a switch Bad. flipped. And they looked like the Devils. Flat. I think that they are. <laughs> so no, you're right. You're right. I, I mean, obviously, I could be sitting here and fighting with you, but you're right because the last two games, dude, they just because after we got off that podcast on Thursday, was it Thursday night we did? Yeah. They just. You're right. I hate saying that. You're right, but you're right. You're right, Skip. As of right now, as <laughs> of right now, the Devils are still technically a better hockey team than the Rangers, but the Rangers have not played, have not had a game they've looked that bad, as bad as the Devils look today. Yeah, no, they haven't. And I mean, and like we said, ever since that podcast, Rangers have won. Well, they won that night. They won another one yesterday. And then they they beat the team that you guys just got demolished by four one yesterday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Matchups, man. Matchups in hockey. We talked. We talked about hey, it. We talked listen, about it. Listen, you still got a lot to look forward to though, because Jack Hughes is going to be a superstar in this league, and there's no denying that. Oh yeah, he's better than Capo uh, Shido for sure. Here we go. We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. <laughs> nah. You want to say at this exact moment he's better than Capo Caco? Sure, he's got more points and he's got more. Um, but he's the center. He should have more points, right? He yeah. sees the puck a little more. He's more involved in your top lines, and Kako's getting there. And if you want to go to advanced metrics, they're pretty even. But we won't get into advanced we metrics won't. because the eye we test won't. the eye test tells everybody that Jack Hughes is more electric than Kako Kako. But what's his stat line for the year? Not making fun of him. What's his um, stat line? For the I believe year? he's got three goals. Let me check. He doesn't have a lot of assists. He might not even have an assist, to be honest with you. Um, well, like you said, he's a left winger. He's just a scorer anyway. He's not really an assist guy. Yeah, uh, he's um, he's got two goals and assists. He only has three points, but he's he's like top. I want to say ten in like possession, puck possession, offensive time um, in in the zone, and he's just he's a dominant forward. It's just he creates chances. He might not show up on the stat line right now, but. They'll come. I'm not too worried about uh, Capo. Capo. But, yes, Jack Hughes, I guess, is better right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I'm not even going to say it because I'm a fan, but he, he does. He's looking electric. He is. I mean, four yeah. goals. Four goals. 
seven assists, 11 points on the year so far. It's not bad for yeah. Hughes. So, I mean, I definitely lots to look forward to him as a player. So, yeah. Your other first round, your other first overall pick, who they gave the captaincy to, who I was a little thrown off about, a little thrown off by, has not looked good the last two games, but he hasn't played in a while. Yeah, you so could t- you could tell that he's been out for the whole year so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I definitely think, tell that for sure. I think him him getting named captain tells you a lot about the player that he is and that he's going to be. So. What he does outside of the ice too, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, of course. Bittered him and everything like that. And then, um, you know, same thing for the Rangers. I mean, I hate complimenting you and I hate complimenting the Rangers, but I mean, I saw that, I saw that laugh finally scored the other night and Mika finally scored the other night. So that's good. It's good for them for the season upcoming. That means they're trying to get back on track, which is good. Our coach, who I, who I dislike a lot, um, I gave him credit for the first time on Saturday. He finally switched line combinations and finally stuck with them throughout the whole game. Uh, and it was Lafreniere was on the left wing and uh, cried. Uh, Panera was on the right wing and um, centered by Zibanejad. And it was dominant. And the second line was dominant and Kako was out last minute and the team bounced back and they played well. And Hey, big win. They're six, seven and three now. Uh, oh. So one more win this week. They play the Flyers, Bruins, Bruins, so they could easily go zero and three. But if they sneak one or two out of them, they'll be out of they'll be at five hundred. So that's what I'm looking forward yeah. to this week. And I'll be at the game on Friday, which is cool. Get my COVID test on Tuesday, which is crazy, and I'm, I'll be excited to share with everybody how the experience is being back at the first professional hockey game in this area since you know COVID broke out. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. So you, it was been, it was mandatory to get the COVID test before yeah, going. Yeah, to get a COVID test within a seventy-two hour period of the game. So the game's on Friday. So I'm getting the test on Tuesday, and then I'm hoping nice. I get it back within those three days. To all day Tuesday, basically Wednesday, all day Thursday, and even Friday technically if I get it back on Friday. So I'm hoping it's a stressful yeah, thing. I might schedule good. two COVID tests just to be sure. Just in case. But. Yeah, man. You can't miss that opportunity to go. I think they're going to have mean, to change that after a while. Because it is a burden. I mean, I think it's what – oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. But, like, I wonder what's going to go. I wonder I wonder what's going to go on with uh, – I know you were telling me that, that Governor Murphy was going to be on the fan tomorrow. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to say. I wonder I mean, what, uh, what I, news I, he's got. I think he's announcing that fans will be back. I think it, it's big news and why he's going on the fan because it's going to affect the Jets and the Giants coming up. Mm-hmm. the football season and then obviously devils Rutgers, seton hall and things like that and and you know i think that's what he's going to announce and announce that fans can go back i hope at so all Tom. Levels. yeah i, hope I know so. you guys will be at your devils games and and you know this might be the first time in my life i'll be able to say that tickets might be comparable because the rangers lowest tickets start at 50 bucks for this so yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna for 50 dollars is cheap so. Yeah, dude, I'd go to the garden. I, you know, as much as I hate that place, I'd go to the garden. Fifty bucks? Are you kidding me? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but um, no, this is definitely good. I mean, for the sports world, for sport fans, if uh, especially for the fans in New Jersey and uh, the New York area, if they're they're starting to bring fans back and things are starting to go back to normal a little did, bit, it's always did, a good sign. Did you um, speaking of you just said like the New York area? Did you hear today during the Devils game uh, that kept talking about Travis Ajak? And yeah, it was a thousand game today. Yeah, it was a thousand game. Congrats, Travis Ajak. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah, of course. But they kept saying he's the longest tenured uh, um, athlete 
in in the four major sports in the New York City area. So remember how we always talk about the argument, how like, oh, it's only Jersey's team. Like we're not really associated with New and York. New York is still whatever. being compared. <laughs> Yet every time there's a stat about Brodeur or any Devils player, it gets brought into like Islanders and Rangers. But then as reasonings not to like the Rangers or, or not become a Rangers fan, it's because, well, it's only Jersey. We're our own market or whatever. But then yet you get associated with New York and it just bothers me because it's like, choose a side. <laughs> like, do you want to not be considered New York or do you just want to be? Like, I don't I know. I think, I know, call me, call me crazy and you can disagree with me if you want, but like New Jersey, obviously New York is its whole level. It is with the market and everything like that being yeah, for fans. Of course. But New York and New Jersey are like compatible because look at the, look at the, look at the Giants and the Jets. They play in New Jersey, but they're called New York. Yeah. Like, it's just, a, I think it's just a market that, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 crazy though because you would never like you never consider or at least lately like free agents would never go like oh i'm gonna go play in new jersey because of the like the the market you know what i mean like yeah no they would much rather go play for the rangers and now i think the islanders too now they're moving closer to the city i think the islanders are going to become a a bigger market because you know they were long island oh, yeah, teams no so. doubt yeah it's crazy but i know no. um I'm watching this this Lake Tahoe game today because uh, my bet that I was talking about before and the 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 Bruins scored three goals in 99 seconds and not one assist from Patrice Bergeron and I need him to get one more oh, in this game. They're up six two. They scored six goals and Bergeron has one point. Like this is crazy. Wow. One of the best centers in the league and their team scores six goals and you don't get another point. It's bothersome. I know, but at least you hit some bets today. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, I you got know, Jack. You got a point. See, I don't hate the Devils. Yeah, you do. It's just furthering my point. You hate us. I, no, no, no. If I if I if I hated the you Devils, hate I, us. I, if I if I hated the Devils completely, would I bet on them? No. I almost put I almost put a hundred beans on them to win the game. But I yeah, refrained. big mistake if you did. But yeah, I refrained. Refrain. Definitely refrained. And at least I got good. I got Hughes. I thought Brad was gonna get one today, which pissed me off. But he was close. He buzzed he again. He a couple always, shots on goal again. But I like the humbleness from you, though. I like it today. See, you get, you got, you got your the Devils fans got a little slice of humble pie this weekend, to say the least. Well, now nah, we're still not humble because if they beat Buffalo <laughs> the next two times, you know damn well we, we'll be You'll talking be right again. So right that's back. that's what I'm hopefully preparing for. Yeah, you yeah. better hope that they don't play. Yeah, hopefully like they, they get – they have today. Oh, no. And yeah. even 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 against Buffalo, too. They didn't show up until the third period. Yeah. So, um, I, I literally, I looked at the stats, Tom. Like, they outshot Buffalo 13-6. to six. That's six more shots on goal, obviously. And seven. they still were out oh, – seven, yeah, sorry. And they still – I'm bad at math. And they still <laughs> no, I'm just saying, got I'm outshot – yeah, I know. And they still got outshot in the game. I mean, it was only by two. It's not a lot. But but if you have a dominant period like that um, and you well, still get outshot the whole game, that's just bad. Well, well, what happened today is you got – the Devils started off, they outshot the um, Capitals 7 nothing, right? In the first period, the first like 11 minutes, they were outshooting yeah. the Capitals 7 nothing, And they got outshot in the game 41-26. to 26. Yeah. Even that, less than that. I think it was 41-23. to 23. That means that you got outshot – 41 to like 14 in, yeah. <laughs> in the rest of yeah. the game. Yeah, it's it's 41 
41 to 26 was the shots. That's, that's I got just, it right the first time. Yeah. So you got yeah. think about it. You got out. You got outshot 41 to 19 after the first 10 minutes of the game. Yeah, that's yeah. brutal. So you didn't, you know, and and they kept it close. Surprisingly, I thought the, the score could have been a lot worse. But yeah, I, I was in, I was going to say Aaron Dell. Um, I mean, his first game, um, playing in the net in a long time, and uh, he did exceptionally well. Did you? I thought. Did, did you hear that I jinxed him? Did you hear that today? Yeah, she did. Of course, she did. I did. I did. I did hear that. Did you hear sure. that? I was texting. I don't know why. I think oh, because me and me and Vinny, uh, one of our friends, Vinny, we were playing COD, and then we got off, and we were texting during the game, and I could not believe how Aaron Dell was standing on his head. He was. He was. And I was doing like, really what well. The, like what? I'm like, this guy sucks, but he's not today. And literally, once I said not today, Carlson put it in the back of the net to tie yep. it, and then whatever happened, and Kyle texted me and goes, Tom Ching. <laughs> Aaron Dell. And at the time he made 30, he had 37 saves. I'm like, I did not jinx him at all. I mean, yeah, he, was no, screened he, on, he was screened on those two goals. They were just beautiful shots, beautiful plays, and he had no chance. But the dude made 37 saves. If you're getting yeah. 37 saves from Aaron Dell, you need to win the hockey game. Yeah. No, without a doubt. You're right. And you're yeah. right on that part because he definitely, I mean, he got a shot today. And obviously, like you said, first time in a net in a long time. And yeah. he did really well for how bad that devil's defense was doing exactly and all the power they, the capital scored three on their four power plays today that doesn't Your penalty help. kill is dead last in the bad. league that's that's an issue it's got to get better if you want to oh. be a playoff aspirations it's just yeah. got to get better absolutely i couldn't agree more i was yeah. a, what is i was going to say for the devils their biggest problem right now is is i wouldn't say lack of shooting because i feel like they try creating more exceptional i think they try to, to score yeah. But um, like I was going to say, power play kill definitely needs to be fixed. What do you think for the Rangers needs to be fixed for them to turn around their season? Well, I think the, the Devils, they need to turn around. I'll get to the Rangers. The Devils need to fix that penalty kill because it's trash. And yes. um, they try to make too many passes, definitely. Uh, for the Rangers, they need to score more. They are literally dead last in the division with only two and a half goals a game. A little bit, you know good goaltending that they're facing and a lot of it is just not putting enough pucks on net but scoring four against the capitals on saturday was was encouraging and for sure they get two tough defensive teams this week um with the flyers and the bruins but yeah i think if the rangers start scoring more they're going to be fine uh this is probably the best defensive you know structure they've had since um their stanley cup runs in the mid 2000 you know tens so I'm excited about that. Their penalty kill is number two in the league. They've killed 31 out of 32 penalty, kill. penalty kills, um, you know, which is fucking great because usually their penalty kill sucks. And I think a lot of that has to do with the coach you guys have now because he used to run our defense and our power play. And the Rangers' power penalty kill sucked the last two years. And now he leaves and it gets better. And now the Devils are struggling on the penalty kill. So, yeah, I think they just need to put more pucks in the, in the net, the Rangers, essentially. because. I agree. What, what have I been talking about this whole time? You know, not only in the last podcast, but to you guys in like our various group chats. I'm like, the Rangers outshoot almost everybody they play. They put yep. pucks on net. They dominate in the offensive zone that just doesn't find the back of the net. And I think a big part of that was Zibanejad wasn't scoring. Panarin got hurt, missed two games. Um, Kaka wasn't, you know, finding the back of the net. Heedle got hurt. So it's just all of our offensive production got hurt. And when you have Colin Blackwell and Phil DiGiuseppe playing in the second and third lines, you're not going to get as much scoring as a team that has, you know, um, Carl Hagelin on their fourth line. It's just not going to happen. But – yeah, definitely they got to score more. And goaltending. Their goaltending has been up and down. Needs to get more consistent. But, yeah. yeah. 
not bad. Not bad. Wasn't, we weren't arguing. No. Give me Although we facts. are getting, we are getting, we are getting closer to um, a closer record with our teams. Uh, what are yes. the Devils now? Six, five, and two. Yes, they are. Rangers are six, seven, and two. And our big stat, our big, my big point last Thursday in our podcast was. In the four games in hand, the Devils, if they went two and two, they'd be exactly where they are. They're 0 and 1. So you got to keep that in mind. They're 0 and 1 in their four I'm games keep in hand. Keep it in which mind. I literally yeah. tweeted today the teams I like stink. Because but they, the Devils them, don't stink. They just no, I know they don't stink. I know. They, just, they did not play well today. And, exactly. And then I know me and you are both big fans of Rutgers basketball. I don't know what happened to them well, today. Naturally, I'm an alum. I'm a. I'm, a, I'm an alumni now, which is crazy to say that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm their title of uh, title hopes. Um, you know how ironic this is. We're, we're talking about Rutgers, and you're wearing a freaking Syracuse shirt right now. Because they always have my heart, Syracuse. <laughs> it's because I feel like college sports is the one avenue you can root for multiple schools. Oh yeah, because yeah, multiple, sure. they don't really face. You know, they're not in the same league, and they're not like when March Madness comes. If Syracuse played Rutgers it'd be a win-win for me. Like I wouldn't be, I would be okay. Uh, I think, I think I'm more serious. I think like I get equally as mad with each of those games. Like Syracuse played Notre Dame yesterday and they were down like 11 at half and I was actually pissed watching the game. So I was happy to see that same fire for my Syracuse sports as I do for (laughs) Rutgers. As I was watching the Rutgers game today, I was getting pissed and and I've never experienced that with other sports, you know, like in the NFL, if I'm watching a mutual game, even if I like them, I don't get mad or like if they lost, I'm like, all right, whatever, it's over. Uh, Same thing with all the other sports, but college, like if Syracuse is on, they're playing Notre Dame or they're playing North Carolina and Rutgers is on and they're playing Maryland. I have fucking two TVs up. I'm watching both of them and I'm getting equally as mad. And if they played each other, which they did earlier this year, Rutgers beat them by like 12. um, I was more happy for Rutgers because Syracuse has had nonstop success. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for so sure. So it's like – You've seen more success with Syracuse basketball. Than yeah, I've seen so Rutgers. many Final Fours and stuff. I haven't seen them win a national championship yet, which I'm waiting for, but yeah. I've seen more success. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. But Syracuse always have my heart and soul, Rutgers. So. I don't know. You, you think that all the teams I like enough, I would just be a bandwagon, pick like Alabama for football or, or <laughs> yeah. Duke for basketball. But, no, I stick with Rutgers. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are you, baby? New Jersey represent. Hey, you're sticking with the motto, right? Sticking with the Jersey teams, no matter how bad they are, Tom. So. Yeah, but I'm with you with Rutgers. So, yeah, um, that's good. Do you want to do you want to do you want to come back and recycle and start talking some NBA? I know you wanted to touch on Dame and Doncic. A little, I did. I know you want to talk about them. your uh, your. I want to touch on the Knicks a little bit. I want to touch on. I want to touch on the Knicks. I do. Absolutely. This is the. This is an exciting night for me. Absolutely. All right, <laughs> we will be back. Yes, sir. ZMT Sports back. Back. We are gonna we're gonna start talking some NBA, which is a first on ZMT Sports. Exciting. Uh Mike, the floor is yours. Um with the latest controversy on social media between NBA and NBA superstars. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna I wanted to bring up this topic because so NBA, I follow it to an extent. I, I, this may sound very bandwagonish, but um, I wanted to keep another Dallas team in there, another Texas team in there. So um, not too far back, I became a Mavs fan. Um, I became a fan when 
they won the championship with Dirk. I think that's what what brought that's me fine. in. That's, that's that sounds fine. so bandwagon, but it's true. When they beat when they, when they beat the Heat and that big three with LeBron, oh, I won my heart over so much. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah. So I, I became a little master, and this and this new icon, this guy is the same as same age as us, and this guy is amazing, Luka Doncic. Uh, He's unbelievable. I don't know if, like, if you watch NBA enough to see him play and see of what course, he's done. Of, so of course, and 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 yeah. he's one of the first players that I realized, like, shit, I'm the same age as this dude, and he's, he's doing that. Freak. And like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. Right? Freak already. He was twenty twenty one years old when he had a game winning buzzer beater against Kawhi and and, and the Clippers last year. Like, that's just nuts, wild. Um, yeah. but yeah, so so they had uh the All Star um lineups were just announced. Um. You know, LeBron's the captain for one on the west side for the Lakers, and Kevin Durant is captain on the east side for uh, for the Nets. Um, yes. So, so there's that. And other teams, obviously, you get other starters for other positions. So, um, on the west side, Luka Doncic got um, got the start over Damian Lillard, and everyone who knows Damian Lillard, Dame time, everything that he does, his half, nature as well, his half court pull ups in the middle of games to win games that guy's nuts as well you gotta respect his game and everything like that um but the thing is about the all-star games they're all fan voted in so it's kind of confusing why there was controversy yeah yeah no i know what you mean yeah i think it was a tie like i heard i was reading articles that it was a tie between the two but luca got the edge because of how i guess i guess the nba picked it his play is better than dames right now so i'm gonna let you be i'm gonna let you attest to it tom i have their stats (laughs) for this year and I'll, and I'll let you attest to it. So, okay. so Dame is, so Dame's got, he's averaging 30 points a game. Amazing. Okay. He, he's averaging around eight uh, assists per game and his field goal percentage is like 44 and a half right now, which is really good. I mean, okay. throughout the course of a year and everything like that. And his team, his team is 18 and 11. So they have a winning record. Okay. All right. So then here's Luka Doncic's, um, Luka Doncic's uh, stats for the year. He is 29.1 points per game. He's just one short than Dame. He's got 8.6 rebounds and 9.4 assists. So he's almost averaging a, a triple-double. Triple. Um, I, I, I don't know why Dame's rebounds was on here, but I know it was only like four. So it was kind yeah, of Yeah, low. yeah, yeah. But, but the thing – yeah, but the, yeah, he's not a guy that's going to get rebounds a game. But, um, but the thing with the Mavs are they're not doing hot. They're 13 and 15 on the year. So what do you think, Tom? Is it because – it does actually. It doesn't make sense in this in this scenario because wouldn't Dame be picked because his team's doing better, or is it is Luca being picked because he's the young phenom and he's the future? What I think, think I think that Luca is getting picked because he's the young phenom and he gets talked about a lot and and he's basically all of Dallas pretty much and all really of what makes the Mavericks the Mavericks. But I I lean towards Dame. I I think he should have. Even even Lucas said he was like yeah like I'll, like maybe I I think that Dame should be starting over me. He even said it. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, obviously Luca deserves to be in the All Star game and be a big part of the All Star game. But without a doubt, I think Damian Lillard deserves to start. I when I when I'm on Twitter and I see and I follow the NBA to an extent, I'm starting to finally get back into it for the first time since like I want to say 2015 now. Um, and I'll explain that in a little bit. But yeah, uh, in regard to this situation, it's like when I see it, it's Lillard is is almost the most underrated superstar. Oh yeah. In in the in the NBA and somehow Luca playing in Dallas which is also not that big of a basketball market. I mean, I know Dirk made it bigger and they have some a couple championships, but 
just one. Luka gets even more hyped than him sometimes on a daily basis, what I see. And, and Lillard just has quietly for the last couple of years just has brought Portland to places it's rarely been before. And I, I still yeah. remember that freaking step back game when in three that he hit in the playoffs a couple of years ago to end the series. And it was just like – Against Houston. It was ridiculous. Oh, we were together. Just, yeah. We were together. I remember we were at Johnny Z's house. We it, watched it. It, it was, was literally wild, man. And – and, and he's just an electric basketball player and what he's done for, you know, Portland and that basketball team. And I mean, he's resurrected playing along with Damian Lillard has resurrected Carmelo's career. Yes. Yeah. Carmelo is doing <laughs> and so that, well. That's just the impact that I think Damian Lillard has. And, and uh, I don't know, man, I, he was not I mean, from being a starter. Just, absolutely. I don't, and uh, even, even as a Mavs fan, even as a big Luca fan, I do. I love Luca. Like, how do you not love a 22 year old star? It's yeah, yeah, older than him. Of course. And I, he's obviously playing for a team I like, but at the same time, like this is where I'll go with this. And you made the perfect example just now. You just said, um, Carmelo Anthony, this guy who's been in the league for so long, his play definitely dropped. Now he's with Portland and his plays back up again. Like he's playing phenomenal, playing like a starter. And then exactly. let me remind you, because you're a Knicks fan too. Do you did you even remember that Chris Porzingis is with the with the Mavs? Like, do you even remember that? I, I that's a great point. And 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 you know it's crazy. I hated that trade when the Knicks made it. I absolutely hated it because you know, the first round picks that the Knicks got, I'm like, they're not gonna be worth anything because the Mavs are gonna take off because Kristaps and Luca are just gonna are gonna You think that'd early. be an iconic duo. Yeah. Yeah, because Kristaps was when healthy, of course, which he hasn't been fully healthy in Dallas, is 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 an elite basketball player. I mean, the Knicks thought they had an elite player with him, but he tore his ACL and then had nagging injuries and 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 that was it for Kristaps Porzingis. But yeah, yeah. I, I it's it's easy to forget that Kristaps Porzingis is a Dallas Maverick and that first round pick the Knicks have, which could be a lottery pick is looking better and better as the days go on. So uh, that's one of another reasons why I'm finally starting to slowly get invested back in basketball with my, yeah, I see like Knicks now, Rockers. if you, if you look back at it, especially with how Porzingis hasn't stayed healthy since he's been in Dallas. Yeah. Do you think the Knicks won that trade? Now that you think about it, I, I believe that they're on the verge of winning that trade because they also yeah. flipped. They've also flipped Dennis Smith Jr. this year, who they got in that trade for Kristaps Porzingis um, for and Derrick he Rose. He was so good on the Mavs, when and he, was- he, he never worked out with the Knicks. Uh, David Fillsdale didn't use him right, and I think he just kind of like flunked out and just did not want to play anymore um, for the Knicks. And they flipped him for Derrick Rose, and Derrick Rose has been a godsend to the young players on this team so far through his first four games with the team. And you know the Knicks got a nice win tonight against the Timberwolves, Timberwolves which I wanted to talk about. They won 103.99, and it was the first full Knicks basketball game I have watched probably in three and a half, four years, maybe. Like, like oh that. God. I was happy. Like that. Like it was six o'clock, and I'm at the dinner table. I'm like, the Knicks play today at seven. I want to watch it. them. Um, you know, I, I obviously I'm a Knicks fan, so I've obviously like tuned into some games, like here and there. Like I see, oh, oh shit, the Knicks are on tonight. Like when we're playing PlayStation or Xbox or whatever, I'm like, oh, they're down ten. Let me put it on. The other day, I had it on next to me while I was playing. Remember, I was telling you guys, I'm like, oh, the Knicks are down this, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's the first full one, and they got a win for me, which is happy. That's why we started this podcast a little late because I was waiting for the game to finish. Yeah. But they got some young pieces. They're that is the best coach in New York. Tom Thibodeau is the best coach in New York out of all the professional sports teams. Whether it's David, David Quinn, uh, Lindy Ruff, uh, Joe Judge, Robert Sala—I mean anything—Tom Thibodeau is without a doubt the best 
coach in the city because what he's doing with this cast, you know, this cast of misplaced people. Um, is <laughs> actually good way to put it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, Tosh Gibson was playing minutes, uh, uh, important minutes today. I, I sent the Snapchat uh, in, in our, in our group chat. <laughs> he texted me separately. He goes, you are not watching Taj Gibson right now. Cause it was a video <laughs> of him shooting free throws. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then Derek Rose comes in and Emmanuel quickly. Oh, Rose, man. We have Noah Vonley, who's, you know, a, a sixth overall pick out of Kentucky a couple of years ago. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Norle- Noreen's Noel, I can't even pronounce his first name. He was the pick from Kentucky a couple of years ago, sixth overall pick, but Obi Toppin from Dayton. I mean, just, it's just a fun team to watch and they're well coached. They play great defense, all these one Oh three 99. I mean, I think the Knicks are without a doubt, I think the best defensive team in the NBA and that's what I like to watch. And that's, you know, the type of basketball I like. So yeah, to say I'm excited about the Knicks for the first time since 2013, when they won 52 games with Carmelo Anthony and Jason Kidd and J.R. Smith and got to the second round is definitely um, a true statement because I'm officially back and invested in New York Knicks basketball, which means I am fully invested and back and getting my heart broken by the the Knickerbockers. Knickerbockers. <laughs> that's, 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 I mean, that's where I'm at. You, you like said it best right there because obviously, like I was saying before, like I, I am a Mavs fan, but I did not, I haven't sat down and been like, Oh, like I want to watch a Mavs game since, I mean, there was last year in the playoffs when, when they've made it again because of Luca yeah. um, and Luca had that when they made the one series against the Clippers. Interesting. I mean, they obviously they lost it, but um he's the reason why they made it interesting. And that was like the first time in a while since I've actually sat down and watched them um, probably since Dirk and, you know, his retirement tour and everything like that. And yeah. Um, and it's hard to say that because you just named players <laughs> off the top of your head, dude, I, I can't even tell you. <laughs> like I, I know just like Tim Hardaway Jr. I know they got big Bobin for center. Um, they yeah. got Dwight Powell for another center. And they obviously got Porzingis. Porzingis isn't healthy. Powell doesn't stay healthy. Dude, they're, they're other guards, dude, it's just college central. Trey Burke out of Michigan. <laughs> they got Jalen Brunt. Jalen Brunt is actually playing pretty well. I like Trey Burke when he was on the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. No, he, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, was he part of that trade or they just got him? I think the they just got him. I don't, I don't believe he was part of that trade. I know Tim Hardaway Jr. He might have been. I don't remember. No, Tim Hardaway he was, was not. Trey Burke was definitely on the Knicks last year. Tim Hardaway was. Yeah, he yeah. was on that trade. I but, think it was Hardaway, Porzingis, and yeah, like Dorian Finney-Smith, like, like, <laughs> like, like who, like, yeah. it, it doesn't. It kind of makes sense how people would think that Luca's doing it by himself a little bit, like that. Like yeah. the only two players I've actually watched. Um, um, I mean, obviously Tim Hardaway does his job and everything like that. Big Bob. I, I, I'm not a big fan of. Him I did either, not. Like, I, his, he had two stints with the Knicks, and I hated every minute of each one. Yeah, I, it's amazing how the, our two teams, no matter what sport it is, they interact somehow. But <laughs> it's, 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 it is amazing. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, I saw Tim Hardaway do his job. Like I was trying to mention, like Jalen Brunson out of the winning Villanova team. Um, yeah. He he does well when Luca gets off the court. But besides that, there is just no help from the Mavs, and that's yeah. why I'm not invested like you are right now. They're just not playing like a good basketball team right now. You know what's crazy? We're speaking of All Star snubs before, um, and Julius Randle, the Knicks is. <laughs> it's crazy i want to say he is stat wise one a top five basketball player this year in the nba no yeah he's um, doing really good i know uh, why i know he's doing really good because when i i, I like to bet double doubles a lot um, yeah when we, do, when we do our bets again i'm gonna be doing a shit ton of that but yeah um, when I, I bet i wanted to bet randall a double double and the knicks to win dude it was only like it's like plus like 100 like that's yeah. good for i mean he he averages 20 almost 24 points a game and I 10, 10 or 11 rebounds. And I want to say five or six assists a game. Like that's, that's Julius Randall. That's good. And, that's and winning basketball. I want right to there. say there's only three or four other players that average 23 and 10 
and f- at least five in the NBA. So the fact that he's not a starter um, uh, is crazy. Kind of and, I believe, and I believe I heard this stat. Mike Breen said it today during the broadcast with Walt, uh, Walt Frazier. He literally, I believe, said that it's only LeBron and KD or maybe another player that are, that have those, that that's type of stat line. That's not to be with. Yeah. And Julius Randle is like not even talking about like being an all-star. So I'm hoping that, you know, the, you know, the reserve players, Julius Randle's a part of that. Cause he definitely deserves to be the first Nick to make the all-star game since Porzingis. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, Oh, basketball, the Knicks. Go New York, <laughs> go New York. I mean, I'm invested again, dude. It's actually no, that's all, it, it is. No, awesome. it scares me though. It scares me because life was a lot easier when I was not invested in Knicks. <laughs> because the NBA can be so frustrating sometimes. Like if your team's oh, yeah. down six and there's like some bogus soft foul call, and the next thing you know they're down eight, and then they miss a the basket, they're down ten. Like this, that just pisses me off. So that's why I'm like nervous. Like today, they almost blew a lead. There, you know, they were up by ten and a half and only won by four. It could so, switch so quick, and that is with yeah. basketball. That's what makes it special. That's Edison, New Jersey got a shout-out today. Did it really? Um, Walt Clyde Fraser. yeah. They were talking about um, – because the Timberwolves have two uh, New Jersey kids. I forgot the one kid's name. He went to uh, uh, St. Anthony's? Or no. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember where he went. No, no, no. Oh, Carl's Towns went to St. Joe's, but he yeah. literally once said he was like, "Oh, he's from blank New Jersey." I can't remember the the name. And then they were like, "Oh, and New Jersey Carl Towns is from, from Edison, New Jersey." And I'm like, "Hey, Edison, New Jersey, getting a getting a shout out." So that's awesome. Cat is good. I, I can't wait for Carl Anthony's Towns to get out of Minnesota, so people realize how good he is. Too. Oh, dude, he is on. <laughs> like, if I wanted to start a franchise with somebody, it'd probably be him. Like, it, it, it he is one of those players that is so underlooked. It's yeah. crazy. He is, he is so uh, good. I would and take him amazing. over Giannis, even though – I mean, that's an overstatement. I mean, but, yeah, just person personally-wise and just the type of person, I would take Cat over uh, – It's, it's, not, it's, over it's not as far off as you think. That's Giannis actually – not a freak, though. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah. You know. uh, we should consider getting some uh, big – I know, you know, some of our listeners are huge basketball fans. It would be cool to get somebody on with us on one of these Zoom calls to do, a, like, a basketball episode maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get get a little run up on on what's going on around the league. They can literally inform us since we're trying to. Yeah, ask, and we can ask them questions and get them <laughs> fucking and, and run like a Q and A with basketball people. Right. Some of these, <laughs> yeah, like like how we are with football. Got to find a guy with yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, speaking of football, off, speaking yeah, of football, see, let's end off the let's show. End, with the, let's end the show with uh, the big trade out of Philadelphia this week. And you're the you're the Eagle he- hater, so the floor <laughs> is yours. I never thought to this day, Tom, that I would defend Carson once, but I'm about to defend Carson. So he's not wearing eagle green anymore. He's, well, that too. I am ecstatic <laughs> that he is not in Philadelphia anymore, not even because I thought he was that amazing. Um, but I always thought he was a humble guy. I always say on the show, I was like, oh, he's a good guy, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with this. And, and if I had to put a list, I'll let you do this as well. But if I had to do a winner's and a loser's list out of this trade, the winners here is Carson Wentz and and the Indianapolis Colts. I think that's the winners. I, yeah. I, I think it's like I let you like I let you talk. I don't know why you're you're, you're probably going to disagree with me, but listen, this is a guy that I don't care that I'm a Cowboys fan, but you got to respect talent where where talent is. In 2017, 30 uh, 33 to seven touchdown interception ratio this guy was putting on an mvp clinic he literally is the reason why they got home field advantage to begin with um would they have won a super bowl if he was still there 
I don't know. Maybe that team was good enough where they could have won a Super Bowl with him. Yeah. But 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 he, if you look at it, his first year they had a losing record. His rookie year, it's going to happen. He's a rookie. And then there was last year where he only started a few of the games because Jalen Hurts came in and he was what one and six as a starter. It's not even like he made a difference. Yeah. But think about it. He had two years. One year where he was an MVP. Caliber in 2017 and 2019, I'm like 20, 2019, he led his team to the playoffs against a fully healthy Cowboys team. I, I mean, of course, as it gets through the Cowboys, but but he beat the Cowboys with nobody, literally Boston Scott and and who it is and went to the, went to the playoffs. Yeah, he got hurt yeah. in the playoff game. What is his injuries or maybe the reason why they decided? He decreased and and they didn't want him anymore. Maybe, but to say that he's worth two second round picks is just beyond me. I, I just I just think it's ridiculous. I I feel terrible for Eagles fans because I, I truly <laughs> believe that. Well, of course you don't, yeah. um, but yeah, I yeah, truly I believe that Carson Wentz is going to succeed. Indianapolis and that Philly just entered QB purgatory. You think they'll draft somebody? I just read a report today that Jalen Hurts isn't even guaranteed the starting job. They might look in free agency and then they might look in the draft. I mean, just keep Carson at that point. You already paid him. You already have the contract structure. Uh, You're taking a $33 million dead cap this year. Just just keep him. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just a shit move by Harry Roseman. It's like almost like Philly got their Super Bowl and they forgot how – to build a football team, right? It's, it's like crazy. They won their Super Bowl. They were on top of the world. They were pr- projected to win the division next year. I mean, yeah, they got back to the playoffs and all that kind of stuff, but they literally have gone, you know, they took 10 steps forward. Winning a Super Bowl for, for Philadelphia is taking 10 steps forward. They've oh, taken yeah. 50 steps back, 50 steps back in the last And that's what they've done. Years. That's I'm what they've done. a huge Carson fan, which obviously hates you, but, uh, which I mean. No, dude, I'm going to be like, the biggest Carson fans now. I, I'm, I'm I took him in. first. I I'm took him, in. I took him as my starting quarterback in three of my fantasy leagues this year. Like I thought this year was going to be Carson Wentz takeover because, you know, the, I don't know. I just thought it was. And now he's going yeah. back to Frank Reich, who basically had him playing at an MVP level uh, when, you know, that, that year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I mean, he's going to succeed with the Colts and, and the Eagles are going to look back and they're going to literally say, what did we do? Like, why did we trade this kid? Like we gave up on him instead of giving him the benefit of doubt, finding out why the, the relationships were ruptured in, in Philly. They just gave up on him. They shipped them off for something way less. Yeah, that that it's probably going to turn into a first round pick, that conditional one. Yeah. You know, if you, he's going to play seventy five percent of the snaps, there's no doubt about it. You know, mm-hmm. as as Kyle would say, barbecue Brissett is not going to beat beat him out for a job, <laughs> and they're not Brissette. they're not going to sign anybody Love that else. Guy. Um, but yeah, long story short, I think the Eagles are going to are going to regret that, and that scares me with Sam Darnold. Yeah, dude, it, it, I <laughs> I'm gonna get to it in a second, but it's amazing how this trade. You know, fuck, I'll just go with it now. But it's amazing that this trade involves Sam Darnold in a, in, in a way right here. Just just hear me out. I made a list of losers, right? Okay. Um, obviously, I had the, the Eagles as the on, first loser. Day. And it's not even the Jets. Like, I put, like, quarterback evaluators and all that stuff because, like, this whole situation just – it was just mind-boggling. But yeah. if I had to put one of the biggest losers, it's the market for Sam Darnold that's where I think it's the biggest loser okay. because okay. this is where I'm going to go because think about it. Sam Darnold. I mean, I mean, Carson Wentz, I apologize. Carson Wentz just got traded for what he was traded for. And I'm not even bashing Sam Darnold here, but he is definitely a better talent as of right now 
than Sam Darnold. So yeah. think about it. that is the market for Carson Wentz, who was a number two overall pick, was an MVP caliber quarterback at one point, um, and was it was gifted a contract as big as he was, and he got traded for that. But then there's Sam Darnold, and if they the Jets want to get him out of there, or if he wants to go get his career somewhere else, now who knows if the market's going to be there for him? Like, what do they get to trade for him? I think you know? one of the, I think some of the big things. I, I think everything you said, you nailed it on the head. Um, obviously, he's done more in this league than Sam Donald has through you know their playing time in the league with each other. When you really think about it, uh, two big differences, which I think Sam Donald could get a little more than what Carson Wentz did. Contract. Um, you know, you could pick up the option on Sam Donald. You could trade for him and let him play out this year, and then debate on what you want to do with him. So that's a, that's a positive. He's way younger. I think he's four years younger. Um, and his upside and his potential hasn't really been tapped yet. So I think teams will, will take a risk, especially a late round risk on a, on a player with already three years of experience coming in with just as much untapped potential um, as a player they would pick at that point. So let's say, I don't know, San Francisco, for example. Um, I don't want the Jets to trade San Francisco back because he's San Francisco moving on from with their later round pick to, to get Sam Darnold. Yeah. I could see teams like the bears getting rid of their late round pick for Sam Darnold. I could see Washington. I think this is, that's the, that's, that is the, the, the team that nobody's talking about that I think is going to start getting picked to get Washington is going to start picking up steam. It's the Washington football team. And if I had to make a prediction right now, as much as it kills me, um, I think Sam Darnold's going to be the quarterback of the Washington football team next year with Ron Rivera throwing to Terry McLaren and whoever else they sign. And it's going to be really dangerous because I really, at this exact moment, I firmly believe the Jets are either going to go all in on the Sean Watson or they're going to draft a quarterback. Um, it kills me. Like I've said that many times before, because I think it should be Watson or Darnold. I just think the more I read, the more I see, the more I hear, on sports radio, um, it's going to be Watson or it's going to be Darnold. And speaking of the whole quarterback con- uh, con- uh, carousel, um, John McClain was on the fan. Um, I listen to the to the fan a lot now that I'm working because I have the radio Love right it. next to me. Love it. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, he was. They were on with Moose and Maggie. Uh, shout out to them. Love them. Listen to them from sponsor uh, us. Sponsor. <laughs> yeah, right. listen to them from I tend to two. I think they're on, uh, but. Uh, they had John McClain of the Houston Chronicle who covers the Houston Texans, pretty much their only beat reporter. And he literally said, it's not um, a matter of if now it's when with the Texans, they're just it's all smoke. They're going to trade Deshaun Watson. They know the relationships yeah. ruptured. They know he's not going to be back in Houston. It's, it's a matter of um, if, and the jets are going to be the first phone call. Like that is going to happen. If Deshaun Watson wants to play, I mean, if Deshaun Watson agrees to play for the Jets and the Jets give up what the Texans want, which I believe he said is three first and and some type of defensive starter or two time or whatever, it's going to happen. And I think that's why the Jets are going to act on Sam Darnold and hopefully get a first round pick for him because now they'll have even more ammo, not only to trade with Houston, but to keep for themselves to build around Deshaun Watson. And the narrative that people might read about the Jets won't be able to build around Deshaun Watson, Dan Graziano, who I really don't like actually his takes, made a great point. He's like, let's stop putting this narrative out there for people who don't like the Jets. I don't know why it's out there, but the Jets are probably the only team that can trade for Deshaun Watson and still spend and still build around him in the yeah. future years. They have, they're going to have almost $100 million in cash base. Deshaun Watson has like an $18 million cap hit this year. Actually, it'll be 10 for the team that trades him. That'll leave the Jets almost $90 million to spend and oh. obviously Deshaun Watson's contract goes through the roof the next three or four years but they'll still be able to manage their contracts because they'll have this year to front load everything for some players and then and then spread it out smaller mm-hmm. amounts the next year so there's no other team better positioned than the New York Jets to trade for Deshaun Watson cap wise uh future cap wise future pick wise 
So don't listen to any narrative that it's not. Do I think it happens? Yeah. Probably not because that I'm not getting my hopes up. But hearing everything, it's going to be the Jets first with the first chance to do it. And it's going to be Joe Douglas with, do I overpay and get my franchise quarterback? Or do I draft one and start fresh and build around the rookie quarterback like so many other teams have? But that's what I think it's at. So, yeah, I think that's – I think the Sean Watson market um, is not affected at all by the Carson Wentz trade. Um, I think you're right about Sam the Sam Darnold thing. I just, yeah, I just think it's more impactful on Sam Darnold. I mean, despite if that plan is what you just said – I mean, the Jets are going to be I'm, fine I, regardless. I'm telling but, you, Sam Donald's going to be a, a, a football team. I can't how, – how would you even <laughs> even say a player's – like, you know how he's like, oh, he's going to be a cowboy. What do you say for Washington? He's going to be – he's going to be, be on team. the football – like, he's going to be a football team. He's going to be a Washingtoner or Washingtoner or – Right. They got to get a team name over there. They they got to they gotta come up with something. We should do a whole – we should do a whole – we should make a rebrand of Washington. We should do a whole episode on rebranding, rebranding the Washington football team. And we should. Oh they should. We you should. ever see the movie The The Replacements? Yeah, absolutely. They should just do the Washington Sentinels. They should just do yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I like Why that. Not, right? I like that. What other? You know, they could do the governors. They could do. Uh, I like the was what was it the 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 Cleveland. The spiders was, was going to do spiders, right? Because I know yeah. they're changing their name. I think actually. Washington. They got to do something with our history, American history. The Red Tails would be cool. You know, the first a- uh, African-American uh, Air-, Air Force group. That'd be yeah. cool. The Red yeah, Tails. Cool. They just need to have something. Like, they do. Uh, they can't do the, I know that. A football, football team. I just, like, I just realized, like, I was going to say, like, let's say I thought Sam Donald's going to be a cowboy. But, like, his, mark my words, he's going to be a cowboy. And I'm like, yeah. like mark my words, he's going to be a Washington team. team. He's gonna be. He's gonna be on Washington. Mark my words. He's gonna be on Washington. Like that just, just sounds, sounds weird. It's like <laughs> mark my words. The Sean Watson gonna be a New York Jet. People like. Yeah, can't say it no more. Gonna be a New York Jet. No, put out the helmet. I like it. I will put that on on one episode, no doubt. I love that. I love that. <laughs> uh, I think my final question, just before we, before we wrap this thing up, ask it. Ask away. Is the Colts? An actual contender now, not that they have Carson Wentz. The Indianapolis Colts are without a doubt the best team in the AFC South. Uh, they're better than the Titans. They're better than the Jaguars. And they are better than the Houston Texans, obviously. And I believe they're probably top four or five in um, the AFC. If they get 2017 Carson Wentz, I think they're automatically better than the Bills, who they should have beat with Phillip Rivers, um, which would make them probably a top three team in the AFC. So I this think it's what Carson seems- Wentz is going to get. This team always seems to find a way with quarterbacks, about to win. right? And, and did you see my tweet this week um, about the Colts situation? I know I do a tweet a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it. So think about this. Since 1998, right? That's the year they drafted Peyton Manning. So from 1998 to 2011, they had Peyton Manning. 2011, he hurt his neck, remember? Yeah. And, he, and he was like, I'm done with the Colts. I want to find a new team. Boom, Broncos. Um, <laughs> that, no, no, no. That year, they went 1-15 with Curtis Painter, Dan Orlovsky. 2012, number one overall pick, they get Andrew Luck. Great pick. From 2012 to 2017, you know, yeah, the year Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck surprisingly retired. They had Andrew Luck. Playoff contention, AFC championship game, like uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like that. One yep. From one best quarterback to another best quarterback. Then they dealt with one year of Jacoby Brissett, which was wasn't not, even that bad. bad. It's not it was, bad. They went seven and nine, and they were actually, I think, like six and four at one point. Yeah. Then they signed Philip like Philip Rivers like wants to surprisingly leave San Diego, yeah. and they signed and he's not a bad choice and they get either. back to the playoffs. And now they got Carson Wentz, so they went from Rivers. I mean, they went from Manning, Manning. to Locke, 
yep. to Brissett, to Rivers, to Wentz. So they've all, only had all two. Starters. They've only had two years since 1998 that they've had below average quarterbacks in Brissett yeah. and Orlovsky and Painter. Every other year they've had an above average quarterback. Yeah, isn't that They're crazy? Good. And nobody They're... talks about it. Nobody talks about how lucky the Colts have been. They always seem to be in the quarterback market at the right time. Always. And that was my tweet. I said they've always been in the quarterback market at the right time, whether it's getting the number one overall pick, Manning, Luck, or or getting the veteran in Wentz or or. Um, uh, 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 Rivers, and this was the perfect offseason for teams like that to find a quarterback for their future because they could have traded yeah. for Darnold, they could have traded for Garoppolo, they could have traded for Wentz, they could have traded for Watson if they want. I mean, not Watson because same division, but yeah, drafted these guys. I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy. And I'm sitting here waiting for my team to find a franchise quarterback my whole life, and the Colts have had fucking four of them. You know, what's crazy too. What's now that? we're talking about quarterbacks from that draft that Wentz was in, there's Nobody's no on the same quarterback team. that is on his. That's on the same team they were drafted. 0 for 22 yeah. out, of that, out of that first round draft class. That's drafted Christian Hackenberg that year. Man, he's great, dude. What are you he, su- he sucked in the AAF, the Alliance of America. Whatever. <laughs> he was terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, he was awful. What a waste of a second-round pick. Oh. <laughs> no, that's, that's, a, that's the guy that basically built these teams around Sam Donald. Just think the only two left was Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, and now they're on their separate ways. They're on two different teams now. I think low-key Jared Goff might be good in Detroit. Don't sleep on that. I know, I'm not sleeping on him at all. I'm just worried. I'm worried for Kenny him. Galladay. With DeAndre Swift, their offensive line is not bad. And Dan Campbell seems like – I mean, he's got a couple screws yeah. loose up there. But don't sleep on Jared they gotta Goff They got to fix that Detroit. defense. That's something to prove. They got to yeah. fix that defense. Yeah. It That's... might be the same situation as Stafford. Goff might play very well, but they might not win football games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. crazy stuff. Right. Um, before we end this, I just got to let you know that I forgot to put our Zoom on gallery view uh, until about the basketball conversation a little later. So if you do post any of our clips on Twitter or YouTube or whatever, my little my face is going to be a little square on top for about 45 minutes. Oh. <laughs> but hey, hey, but hey, our best content, I had it on gallery view. All right, bet. All right. Our Ranger nobody Devil stuff, my, you know. Nobody wants to see my ugly face in gallery view anyway, so it's cool. Well, no, no, no. You were the spotlight. You were the speaker view. I mean, oh, you were just like, you were the like whole screen. And then I was like, oh, shit, I don't have it on gallery. And then I was like, all right, let me put it that's on gallery view. Worse. And then we got the pan button, the pan next to each other. So that's like towards the end of it. But yeah, uh, you'll see when I send you the video today. <laughs> all right. Well, leave it right. Even about that, um, all the stuff, as always, follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Always. Uh, we are finally on YouTube now. I posted our last episode on YouTube. Let's um, get it. It's coming out midnight. We're, we're starting to post clips on the TikTok, on all our platforms and stuff. So, yes, sir. Cool stuff, Tom. To get cool ready stuff. to talk Mets-Yankees this week. We'll come out with oh, some baseball baby. stuff. That's going to be a night. We're going to create a Mets-Yankees super team. Oh, yes, we are. We're going to create a Mets-Yankees super gonna team. And I'm going to start off with gonna, 11 Brett Gardners. We're going to find out what, what team in this exact moment has the better roster. I think it's going to be a good episode. Maybe we get some uh, some of our Yankee, other Yankee and Mets fans on this Zoom for Absolutely. it. Definitely. All right, Milk Money, Cash Money. All right, buddy. ZMT right. Sports. Check it out. Check it out.